the second part of our business wrap here on Metro FM Talk, uh, here on the My Team Metro. Love to hear from you. Uh, do share with us some of your uh, thoughts. Uh, and uh, you can uh, share with us your voice notes on 079-191-4270. You might, might want to comment on the Chinese crackdown on tech or on that uh, trading statement that came out of ShopRite or the closure of ZAX. Uh, suspended uh, its license there, the FSCA suspending the license of uh, one of the competitors there to the JSE. But we shift our attention now to the Green Paper on Comprehensive Social Security and Retirement Reform. Now, it was published last week uh, in the Government Gazette by the Minister of Social Development, uh, Minister Lindwez Zulu. And uh, according to the Green Paper, it might see employers and employees paying up to 12% of their earnings into a, a national social security fund. And joining us now on the line to talk about, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, some of the debates that have been happening as early, you know, as around 2001, 2002 uh, at NEDLAC on comprehensive social security, of which the NSSF is a part. Uh, I'm joined by Begin Chalinchali, uh, who is the General Secretary of Labor Federation, COSATU, but also uh, one of the uh, members of the Labor constituency at NEDLAC. And uh, Babin Chalinchali, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, good evening and good evening to the listeners at home. Thank you very much for joining us. Babin Chalinchali, just for the benefit of you know, uh, many of our listeners, uh, uh, least of all those who are a bit younger, who might not, I guess, be familiar with uh, some of these discussions and what was happening uh, in the 2000s, uh, myself included, just maybe take us back uh, to how these discussions on comprehensive social security unfolded, the role of uh, labor, uh, but also more importantly, I guess, how those discussions over the last, yeah, what, nearly 20 years now have framed the role of a national social security fund. Uh, I think it again came in and to say, if people will need about 6,000 rand for a family of five to mm. leave, how are they going to be compensated in addition to the national minimum wage that people want to be to be earning? So the question of bringing back then the, the, the basic income grant came to fore to say, let's have a debate on these issues. It was well supported by the Department of Social mm. uh, Development, but Treasury came it, and government, yes. as a result, could not yes. could not come. Yes. Sorry, sorry. I don't. I don't want to disturb you there on that particular point okay. because I think it's very important. But we've got a quick spot break that's nearing on us. So let's take this break, and then when we come back, I want you to maybe okay. just unpack for us those dynamics that might have led uh, to the different sides or different social partners not being able to find one another on this NSSF issue. I'm in discussion with General Secretary of Labor Federation, Kosatu Begin Jalinjali, and we're talking the National Social Security Fund. Stay tuned. Second part of our business wrap, and I'm in conversation with the General Secretary of Labor Federation, Kosatu. We're talking about the Green Paper on Comprehensive Social Security and Retirement Reform, and in particular, uh, the proposed National Social Security Fund. And uh, uh, GS, before we went to the break, I guess you are unpacking uh, some of the proposals that you'd placed on the table and uh, I guess how some of the uh, negotiations and the dialogues unfolded. Uh, Please continue on that score and uh, just giving us, I guess, some of the rich context around this particular debate. So when when the, the, the I think the new uh, administration came into power, it was obvious that uh, not everybody will be who are going to have a full employment. So the alignment was done, but in a disjointed way. Then we there was an introduction of the child grant, which we now know, uh, but there was still a gap 
that there were those that are not covered. So the debate and then the administration came into play. But the differences between or within government department uh, make it difficult to engage in NETLEC because they were not speaking on one voice and were trying to push back and say, can you please come with a, a, a proposal on the table so that uh, we can try to interrogate and see what needed to be done. The debate all over the world has been that uh, every country can afford to have a, a particular, uh, to have a universal uh, social protection. The issue was that uh, you can have everybody, what we normally call the horizontal, no, no, the, yeah, the horizontal uh, coverage. The question was that, how much and how much will be the funding? And once we have done, covered everybody, we then have to look to the horizontal in terms of how much can be afforded in dealing with those issues. Mm. So we, we could not then move um, because the government was not ready to table any proposal. And then the treasurer was using always the care, I mean, the, 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 the fear kind of an approach. If you have to do it, uh, you must punish those who are putting this idea so that everybody become afraid and everybody says, therefore, if it's going, it means this, we better live without it. So that's where we are now. I think yeah. uh, everybody says, no, we can't be spending uh, and not moving on those issues. Something needed to be done. We are left behind by even poor countries. Mm. The South African is not a question of money. Why? wasting a lot of money through corruption, through leakage. Yeah. So it's not a question of affordability. Yes. So M- yeah. Maybe just a quick one there. I mean, as the Labour constituency, and uh, you know, you would be one of many social partners at NEDLAC, what, what do you make of the green paper that was published um, and its ability to take into account the progress or, or lack thereof that it might have been achieved in your discussions at NEDLAC? Because I guess there's this impression that is out there that this green paper has gone out on a limb outside of the dialogue process that has been ongoing at NEDLAC, as I said, for nearly 20 years? Look, the, the issue has not started in, in, in NEDLAC. As I was saying, that government was not producing and, or was not tabling anything in NEDLAC. Our take now is that we appreciate that at least there is a paper on the table that we we appreciate the content and uh, we we still have to interrogate when mm. policies are coming up for you have just to accept that there's a debate and we think the debate will be honest the debate will be a uh, factual base and people have to look it and interrogate and i think there's a lot of international experience and there are a lot of academics who can uh, uh, look at it and say, what is affordable? So we appreciate the fact that it is on the table, but mm-hmm. we have not gone to the detail to look what are the pros and cons and what are the model of, of, of funding. We are hearing that everybody is just uh, looking to the issue that is going to be made about 12%. Mm-hmm. We are not there as yet. We so. want to study, want to make some proposal. If there are things that are good, we will support, but if there are things that we don't agree, we'll push very, very strong that those elements needed to be, uh, not to be taken forward. What are some of your non-negotiables on the score? 
Look, it would be difficult to look at, I mean, we have not interrogated the, the paper. What will be, uh, in our view, non-negotiable is to move forward and come up and say, no, we cannot have a comprehensive social security because it's too expensive. Mm. We think we've got a lot of wastage of money, and I think if government is putting these things uh, uh, into proper perspective, we can move it on. The starting point for us already is that we got the 350 rand uh, per month for relief fund, which we think it must be made permanent as a starting point. And I think government has indicated that this thing is affordable. Uh, we are improving in terms of collect- our revenue collection. So there is a, a clear indication that if there's a political will, we'll be able to build it on. The question we may start at a very lower rate than what uh, some university are talking about as the minimum living levels. But at least we need to introduce, otherwise we are going to be caught up very, very late. Mm. And I think the cost then will be too too much high. This goes hand in hand with uh, uh, employment creation. We are not putting, pushing for this because want people to be lazy, to be sitting at home. I think there are clear indications that when you throw money within the system and you look at it, it goes back to the economy. And the system is going to take many people out of poverty. They are experienced in Brazil. They are experienced in many, many countries that this is something that everybody should be mm. happy and endorse. But let's look exactly to the dynamics and the figures that are being proposed. Cheers. Let's leave it there. Thank you once again for taking time out to speak to us. That there was the General Secretary of COSATU, Pekin Chalinchali, speaking to us for the second part of our business chat. We're going to take a brief break now. Uh, when we come back, I guess, yeah, in the next hour and 10 minutes, the deadline for PR and ward councillors.